0: My name is Mark Vikas and this is the Ballpark Hunter Podcast, a weekly show that discusses topics at the ballpark from the game day experiences, stadium news, logo changes, and everything else that's brewing at the game. We cover it all from the baseball to the beer. invite you to stay tuned and hope you enjoy. Hi, this is Mark, and before we begin this week's episode with Chris Whitaker of the Carroll Merchants, I made a couple mistakes. Number one, I introduced him as Steve Whitaker, but I did correct my mistake. And then secondly, I referred to the town as Carrollton, Iowa, not Carroll, Iowa. So if you can overlook those little miscues, I hope you do, I think you're going to enjoy this week's episode. So here is Chris Whitaker of the Carroll Merchants. Hello, everyone. This is Mark Fiquez, the Ballpark Hunter, and you're listening to the Ballpark Hunter podcast. With me today is Chris Whitaker of the Carrollton Merchants of the Mink League. Steve, welcome to the show.
1: Yeah. Actually, it's not Steve. It's Chris. Yeah. Chris, welcome to the show. My bad. Hey, Mark. Thanks. It's great to be here to talk about the Carroll Merchants and, and Historic Merchants Park. Yeah, so
0: I, I, I had some Fritos before I started, and I am coughing up, yeah, I just got that little bit of dry fried corn in me, so it's, uh, if I if I cough, just bear with me, folks, uh, I, I'm not sick, I just stuffed my face with some fr- uh, Fritos that my wife buys, I tell her not to buy them, because I eat the whole bag, and that's exactly what I was trying to do today, so... Anyway, welcome. Thank you for taking your time. I definitely want to hear about Merchants uh, Park. I want to hear about the the ball club. However, I have to tell you a story. I uh, was in Des Moines, Iowa for a stadium journey meetup. That's the website that I write for. Every year we try to get together somewhere. And uh, we checked out the Iowa Cubs uh, ballpark that year. And for some reason, uh, I found out that there was this team called the Merchants, Playing in Carroll, Iowa. And I'm thinking to myself, huh, how far is that? Oh, 90 minutes. Let me see what the ballpark looks like. Oh, that's a nice looking ballpark. I want to get out there. So I thought about it. It was a 90 minute drive, three hour round trip. I was also driving to Omaha and Lincoln on that Sunday. This would have been Friday. I went to your game. And I said, that's just a lot of driving to do for one person. And I need to relax and check out Des Moines and hang out with some of the people, uh, from stadium journey. And I'm glad I did. Cause Des Moines is a wonderful town. However, what can you tell me that I missed out on a, a
1: merchants game? What's that experience like for people? Mark? Well, first of all, like, you know, merchants park, it's, it's a special place. I mean, built back in 1949, uh, has been one of the best baseball fields in, in, in Iowa. Uh, just really thanks to really a very dedicated groundskeeper there. Scott Parcher has been at that with the city of Carroll for 30 years, but the merchants, the atmosphere there, you know, you've got a historic ballpark, you've got really 500 550 fans down there on a, about any night of the week, you know, it's Friday nights or Sunday afternoons when the merchants are playing mm-hmm. really fun for the whole family from the, from the kids to the seniors that, you know, maybe had somebody play at Merchants Park or played for the Carroll Merchants, you know, uh, high school kid that they watched down there play. It's just action packed, fun for the whole family, and really pretty good baseball for the summer.
0: Now, uh, <clears throat> this is small town baseball. Uh, do you do the things that I would see at maybe another summer collegiate league? Do you have the on field promotions? Do you have the wacky, uh, wacky peak? pa guy saying things like hey that foul ball broke a car you know that's sponsored by such and such
1: hey that's that's <laughs> that's merchants park and that's merchants <laughs> oh, baseball oh i, I love wanna, it thank you that's great i don't want to call her i don't want to call her <laughs> not wacky but yeah we you know we do you know the covers cone zone nice contest where they you know try to hit scoopy and uh you know get a free cement mixer nice pick out the dirtiest car in the parking lot yes get a free car wash from pit stop auto wash just again, just fun, just yeah. a fun atmosphere. And,
0: and when I mean wacky, I mean fun and, and exciting and, and boisterous. I don't mean that in a, in a, any kind oh, of no. negative way. I personally like that type of atmosphere. I know there's some ballpark people that hate it. They just want to go to the game and take score and eat their peanuts. And, you know, that's fine and dandy, but I mean, you know, you know, you got to pay the bills and, and those things definitely help out uh, a small ballpark uh, such as uh, <clears throat> such as the one in Carroll. So Any, uh, anything about the history, this, uh, Merchant Stadium was built in 1949. It was home to minor league baseball for many years. When did the current team come back?
1: The current team came back in 2016 Nice, uh, and played four years, uh, which was kind of one of those, kind of one of those deals that just happened upon us. We had a gentleman that came to town and said, Hey, I got this, got this league going the pioneer league. It's going to be four or five teams. What's what's your interest? Uh, you know, it's a couple of guys that are like, "God, I don't know if we, I don't, we, I don't know if we can raise the money to to make this work." And God, are people are going to come out. Oh yeah, yeah. I said, "Hey, look, we just the city of the city of Carroll and the Carroll Athletic Association worked to raise money, and with city dollars, wrote grants to put about a million dollars back into that ballpark in 2015-2016." And it's like, if we're not we're not going to do the Carroll merchants. Why did we just do this, this, this renovation and this Mm. really the redevelopment of merchants park? And guess what? We played ball in 2016 and it it was, it was slow. Uh, But by 2019, we were averaging 550 fans down there a game and it was just awesome. People loved it. COVID comes around uh, two years and we miss it. So,
0: so has, so Obviously, things started off slow. You said he attracted about five hundred fans. Is that sort of the number you want, or
1: you're always looking to have a larger attendance? Oh, we'd we'd always like to have more, but I yeah. think that you know, if we get five five to six hundred down there, yeah, uh, that that's a that's a great crowd uh, any night of the week at, at Merchants Park. So, you know, the, the the history of Merchants Park is really, I think, to me, that the story was built back in the mid the late forties. And they raised over $100,000 in, in the tune of about six or eight weeks mm. using illegal punch board cards. Oh, nice. Delivered by one of our local uh, wholesalers on his beer routes. And they <laughs> raised about 100000 to build the place, raised enough extra money to put lights up at the, the football stadium where the school was at, which is right next door. So, So,
0: yeah, so illegal, illegal illegal punch
1: cards. Yeah. They're kind of like pull tab tickets now today and they'd win a prize and whatever. And they just raised a bunch of money that way. So, so so it was that serious trying to get a team uh, back in the late forties. They wanted, they wanted to have baseball in Carolyn and did it it happened. So part of the Iowa state league, you know, back in the forties, fifties, uh, it was, yeah, just the, the history of Merchants Park is, to me, really what makes that that story now, that much more special.
0: Now, is that told to everybody who comes into the ballpark oh, about how it was built? Absolutely. Yes, yeah. nice, nice. I know, think the statute,
1: the statute of limitations yes. better be over. You know what? The,
0: those are great stories to tell people because... Uh, you know, it it just tells you how you know how things uh, how things had to get done at one point. And if you go back to the night after World War II, everybody wanted a ballpark. Everybody wanted a minor league or an independent team. <clears throat> and I don't know if Carroll had one prior to the war, but I I think the town was one of those perfect examples of a baseball frenzy. And unfortunately, it died off in the 1950s, like in many other cities. Right. But yep. The ballpark was kept intact. They didn't knock it down. So it was used for amateur ball high school.
1: Didn't they have the Iowa state championships there for several years? Yes, we did. You know, we played, they played <laughs> Legion ball down there. They play both of our high school teams play there. host of the state championship or the, the state baseball playoffs, yeah. which came back last year Good. and we just announced, uh, I think yesterday that this, the Iowa high school athletic association signed a three-year agreement to bring, uh, bring the tournament back to Carroll for for two of the classes. So that's big news for Carroll. Great news for Merchants Park. No, 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 definitely
0: it is because you know I go to a lot of ballparks and sometimes it's those small towns and those small ballparks that I really like the best because I want to fantasize that this was baseball in the late 40s, early 50s, something my uh, grandfathers or my uncles would have witnessed. And uh, based on the pictures and the photographs, it, it doesn't look too far
1: from that, except yeah. maybe. You know the prices and, and things of that nature, and um but, but yeah, Mark, I mean, you know you talk about the the state high school playoff games that are held down here, the championships games when we put a thousand fans in Merchants park mm. for twelve hundred, the place is full, yeah, if you go to and I'm not knocking principal Park by any means, <clears throat> you put a thousand fans in there, it looks like nobody's there, yeah, well, there'd be a big triple a ballparks, absolutely yeah. right, so. Yeah, it's, it's, really, it's a great atmosphere.
0: And, and then here's my thing. I, I noticed, I was looking at a map. It seems like you guys are kind of in between the Iowa Cubs, the Storm Chaser, and Sioux City. Is that yep. kind of how people get their baseball
1: fixes before the merchants came back? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, you know, we're Carroll's in a really unique spot. We're about 90 to 100 miles from from Des Moines, 90, 90 100 miles from Omaha, Nebraska. Mm-hmm. 90 miles to to Sioux city. So the, the, the minor league or smaller ball fields, that's kind of how we got our fix. But, you know, you sprinkle some Cubs fans and some twins fans and some Royals fans Mm -hmm. and there's even some Cardinal fans in town. Um, They're everywhere.
0: They're 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 everywhere. everywhere. I live in
1: Indianapolis. We got Cardinals fans here. So yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So that's kind of, that's how we find our baseball fix. So yeah, no, no. And and, you know, here's the thing. It's like, you know, I don't want to drive 90 miles. I you know, I would love to see the Cubs. I'd love to see some of these great AAA uh, guys for the Royals and for the Cubs. But you know, let me just stay home. I'm sure tickets are cheap, food's cheap. I mean, I'm I'm gonna be able to spread my wallet out with them um, when I'm with families. Correct.
1: Here's the great thing about merchants baseball is tickets. The ticket price when we started in 2016, five dollars. Yeah, twelve and under free. Nice. We're coming back to the Mink League this year. Price five dollars, twelve hundred oh. free. Oh.
0: Five dollars. What about seniors? If I bring my dad, five dollars. Five dollars. I think I like that.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> we went to the movies the other day, and I think it was fifteen bucks. Now, first of all, I know movies have gone up. I don't know where my wife took him to see a fifteen dollars movie, but he complained more about that than the the actual movie. So. <laughs> Dude, of pretty, yeah, of course. I remember paying. And then then he were watching the 49. My dad's 92. So this was a funny oh, wow. story. It's 92. And we're watching the San Francisco 49ers playoff game against Green Bay a few uh, little while ago. And I guess he recognized the logo for San Francisco. Now, he doesn't like football. He's from Costa Rica. He's a baseball guy. And he says, hey, does do the 49ers still play in Kizar Stadium? They haven't played there since 1970. I said, no, they moved out about 50-some years ago. He's like, well, I, I saw them play at Kezar. I'm like, really, when? Eh, when I was in high school. So I started doing the math. He was watching them in the late 40s, probably when Merchants Park was just opened.
1: Yeah, and, uh, wow. This
0: was pre-NFL, so I found that a funny story. I think I've told this story on another podcast. So if I did, deal with it. Not every day I could connect with my father with the NFL. So anyway, so yeah, he that's, that's how long ago we saw a game. <laughs> so my yeah my dad's not a baseball guy wish he was i don't know how i became such a huge fan but it wasn't because of my father so uh mink league you mentioned the mink league uh, this is your first year you guys are leaving the pioneer league yep why the change is it was it a
1: reason or well, good offer uh both the, yeah the, the pioneer league is no more oh okay times, well, that, so, that makes sense uh, you know, I think you know COVID really played. Wow. You know, shut us down, everybody in twenty, and that was the reason there. And twenty one, just nobody. It was just too, too tough for some of those other places. But we yeah. still had that desire to play baseball. Had had been in long long conversations with the with the folks at the Mink League uh, about hey, what what is it going to take to 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 join? Well, we've got some concerns. And you know, you kind of are out there and out there. You're the way northern tip of the the league and, you know, field availability, you share with the school, both schools, uh, you know, Kemper and, and Carroll High, both mm-hmm. right, those conversations. And, and, and finally, I think we just got to that, re- that point where it's like, okay, we're going to make this, this kind of this one last pitch. And cause that's where we wanted to be. I mean, our, our neighbors down the Clarenda are about 90 miles away with Clarinda A's longstanding history, mm-hmm. uh, close team in Des Moines with the peak prospects there. And it just, it just all worked out that, that day in October, uh, we had the, they had their league meeting. We made our presentation and 10 minutes later, we're, we're in. Nice. And yeah. it makes, yeah, it makes sense. But
0: were you thinking about another league? Were you thinking about, I mean, was the North, Northwoods league an option
1: or is no, that just too I, out there? I think it was just too out there. Yeah. It's a big we were, Yeah. It's a big league. So <laughs> You know, and we had, we have conversations with others. Absolutely. We, we were always looking and kind of seeing where, what, where could we play baseball? We talked mm-hmm. about being an independent, per, independent team. Mm-hmm. It just never, no, I don't it just it. never materialized, but the, the Mink, we're, we're excited. And I think they're excited to have us too.
0: Yeah. You know, I've, I've heard about the mink. They've been on my radar a few times, uh, especially the bombers. Uh, they have a nice looking stadium that I've wanted to hit. Joplin has a nice stadium. I think the Nevada Griffins. I uh, they had a logo contest a couple of years ago that I lost. <laughs> so <laughs> it, it's I'm familiar with these guys. I don't think I've been out to a mink league. Uh, where are some of the players coming from? Is there going to be a difference of where you get your players from? Any
1: difference in the quality of play, or very similar? I think it's it's going to be. We'll be, in, be interesting to see how we compete. Uh, of course, you know with the summer leagues, the coaches really. Do the recruiting. Uh, so, but we've got we've got players coming from all over the country. Some, you know, some some JUCO guys to some D3 players that uh, we're excited to have in Carol for 10 weeks. Cause I think that's that's really that's the other thing about summer baseball. It's more than baseball, it's about that relationship with a player coming from, you know, maybe Texas or Missouri or Georgia, making that connection with a host family that's really in most cases turns into a lifelong relationship. Yeah. Uh, which is really fun.
0: Yeah. And I've heard that a lot. I was talking uh, with a gentleman from the, uh, uh, the Alaska panhandlers and um, or gold panners, I should say. And he was saying the same thing. It's like, you know, how do you get your players from up there? It's like, Hey guys, get a chance to play in Alaska for a year and uh, they get to meet people and have an experience that they probably won't after they leave us. And, it's just uh, all about that once in a lifetime opportunity. So it's, uh, I'm sure Carol has uh it would, would be a nice place to play baseball as well. And you can develop some friendships and some close connections. What can you tell me about the city itself?
1: Yeah. I mean, Carol, Carol's not, Carol's a town of 10,000, a little over 10,000, yeah, 10,300. 10, uh, you know, it's pretty, pretty ag based. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a tight knit community and, have been real supportive of the players coming in and, and finding, you know, jobs for them. If, if a kid needs a job, they're looking for for some summer work where they're playing baseball and they're doing the kids camps, which are, you know, we'll put, you know, hundred, hundred kids down there at Merchants park to do do a little youth sports camp there for a couple of days during the summer. It's just, it's just fun. So no. And it, that's,
0: it's kind of how I always pictured bait. Like if I were to play baseball when I was a kid, I thought about being a baseball player. That dream ended very short, quickly, because I just was too darn lazy. It's I always want to play in a small little town where, you know, you had a small little uh, downtown area and you didn't have anything else to do but play baseball. And you just developed some good uh, relationships. So it's kind of nice to see a town like Carroll has a summer collegiate league and that you guys are going pretty strong. So. Uh, how are things going on right now, a little, little before the season starts, depending on when this episode comes out, could be a month or it could be a few months before, but how are things going right now, getting things ready for uh, 2022?
1: You know, Mark, we've got, oh, just about not quite three full months before opening day on Memorial Day. Uh, 21 home games, we have a, a game sponsor for every single game, Good, which is awesome. That's, uh, no, that's very impressive. Our, our booster club membership you know I'm I, I'm fortunate enough to get those in my mail and they just come in two or three about every day. Wow so it's nice for me to get mail but also to say hey man the community support and it's like oh I forgot I forgot those those folks were you know a, a booster club member so uh, the team is is getting the rosters pretty well filled field uh, We're work, still working on some pitchers yeah uh, but- always always working on pitchers kind of the last last guys to get signed and how did they do in the spring did they throw too much did they not throw enough so on and so forth but Mm -hmm. uh the community support has been outstanding uh and and we couldn't we couldn't we could not do without our business partners and the host families
0: no no you absolutely right there so So
1: it's not hard to sell
0: this product to carol correct you have people just lining up at it sounds like people you get to fight them off with the stick not fight them off with the stick but they're coming to you knocking on your door.
1: They're coming to me knocking that's, on the door. That's awesome. Which is fun. You know, I had a, had a, a guy that's in business, owns a restaurant. He sent a message on Facebook. It's like, why didn't you just call me? He's like, <laughs> well, I didn't know how involved you were and what your role was, but you know, we want to do some advertising. Okay. So we went out and had breakfast and, you know, it's just like, by the time we walked out, he's like, you know, let's just sponsor a game. This is great. We don't know what the future MLB is going to be this summer. Uh, We'll, we'll have Merchants Baseball to watch and we want to support it. Now, do you have people asking you that if, there's gonna, if this is going to affect your league?
0: Because there may not be that connection that you guys are different.
1: You, you really know. I think they're just, people are just hungry for baseball and yeah. something to do, do in, in really small town Iowa during the summer. And this is just a great, a great avenue for, you know, for the kids to the seniors and everybody in between. They want to come out and have a cold beer, yeah. have a good hot dog and watch some baseball
0: no no that's you know what i i hear you cold beer and a baseball and at a fraction of what i have to pay sometimes at a, a victory field home of the indians indianapolis indians yeah. sometimes those prices are like i thought i was at a minor league game what's going on but as you talk about the cold beer and the hot dogs uh standard food standard beer there any micro brews any wacky any interesting foods you create just for the stadium
1: uh, nothing just nothing you i guess nothing unique to carol just good okay. just good quality burgers dogs uh tenderloins good, no tenderloins that's know. you know that's that's they're popular out there correct oh yeah we're okay. you know we're iowa we're big yeah. people so oh yeah. <laughs> uh just you know with the facility it's hard to do definitely uh to do a big variety because the concession stand is really small tucked yes. back in underneath the underneath the stadium but uh yeah good product good cold beer so
0: yeah and like i said most people say you know what those foods are nice to have but what it comes down to is somebody wants a hot dog
1: they want they want a hot dog a bag of good popcorn
0: popcorn peanuts yeah yeah that's that's a cold drink yeah Yeah, no exactly and
1: and that probably makes life a lot
0: easier for you guys because you're not because when you come up with these silly foods these these creative inventive foods you have to buy different products and make them and
1: it could become a pain in the butt but uh That's, that's the one thing I I really like about the summer league. And I think it's, I don't want to say it's, it's not, it's not easy by any means, but it can be simple and be a lot of fun and and really rewarding for everybody for the fans. I think it's fun. And for us, it's, you know, the, the, the baseball club itself as a board, it's very rewarding to see people come out, develop those relationships and keep things of, Hey, let's go down and have a $5 beer and, you know, yeah. $3 hot dog oh. and pay $5 to get in and pay for 15 bucks. We're out of here. Yeah. No, that's three either. hours out in the, out the great outdoors and watch
0: some baseball. Yeah, no, that's when I was in Minnesota, I went to a lot of uh, amateur baseball leagues in the, uh, the, the town ball and you're right. It was three bucks to get in four bucks for a beer, $3 for a broad. I, I enjoyed that a lot more than, than some of these other fancier stadiums just because the food was good. It was hot. It was tasty. And, uh, the baseball did not look any different after a while from, uh, from what I saw on on, on other levels, but yeah, you know, it's, it's all about being out there enjoying summer. And when you're in Iowa and when you're in Indiana, you know, like two days ago was 30 degrees. Now it's 56. So I'm getting ready to watch some, I'm getting ready. Okay. Where's the baseball game? You know, like once the nice weather comes, you want to be outside somewhere.
1: That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, the last the last three days here in Iowa, we've been like in the mid 60s, almost yeah. pushing 70. And it's like, I know. What the next week, it's on? like high of 38. It's like, oh, it's not quite I, here yet. I'm going to tell you the coldest.
0: One of the coldest uh, times I've ever felt in my life. I was in uh, Iowa, uh, right outside of Iowa City in uh, January, late January. I couldn't believe how cold it was. I, as soon as I go outside, I'm frozen solid. I'm like, I have to get back inside. So. I know how cold it gets there and it's, it's not fun during the winter. So anyway, any uh, renovations to the ballpark? I know you guys uh, went through 2 million back, you know, around when the team first came back, but any, any other new renovations we should be aware
1: of? We're working on kind of the renovations 2.0, I guess.
0: Nice.
1: Uh, You know, that first phase really, I said, did some maintenance things redid the bleacher stadium, Move and did ada accessible now with ada seating Move the concession stand back underneath the stadium uh which were all great improvements but really now i think renovations 2.0 we're looking at probably another uh seven eight hundred thousand dollars with new lights okay uh extending the screening down past some of the base both baselines uh so you know more protection there for foul balls i don't know if the fans are going to like that hundred percent but yeah. safety 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 risk management procedure it's yeah it's everywhere and then and then new ada bleachers too because that's uh that's really important to us it's one thing that one thing that i'd never realized the old stadium never had a place if somebody needed to come up with a wheelchair or couldn't do steps mm-hmm. there was no place you kind of sat down and well it's we can sit down here on the end well it wasn't real convenient now we really got uh some really nice spots for folks that have some mobility issues to come in and enjoy the ball game right with everybody else. So it's, that was really an improvement that we did for four or five years ago or six now that we really needed to do. And it's, it's been really well utilized. So
0: no. And I know that from firsthand. my, my father has trouble walking. So when we go to a sporting event, uh, he's in a wheelchair, you know, sure. uh, we, we went to, uh, we went to a local arena and we really couldn't figure out how to get them inside. Cause they didn't have a ramp to uh, uh, open the door. So we had to, you know, go all the way around to another entrance, which I don't think we we're supposed to go through. So having those, there are very key and vital because uh, you know, you don't realize you need to have them until you're actually in that position and you really exactly appreciate right. it. So uh, plus, you know, it's got to become, I think most facilities have to have ADA standards. So
1: yeah.
0: Uh, that wasn't the case in 1949 when they built it, but things have changed. Things That's have true. changed. Yep. So you said Memorial uh, Day is when the first game takes place? Memorial Day uh, is the home opener, and nice. we're we're excited. So, yeah. Yeah, I know. It that, that sounds they exciting. Didn't... And you said every game is sponsored. Uh, yep. Were these? Will any sort of special event take place at any of these games, or they're just sponsored in
1: no that that, when some one of our usually typically one of the larger businesses will uh sponsor the game for for a fee and then they'll get a couple hundred tickets to bring out their employees you know maybe one of their long-term employees is going to throw out the the opening pitch the first pitch and then we always give them like between the fourth inning hey do you have a special activity that you want to do for your uh do with your employees to kind of get some crowd interaction, you know, they'll do a dizzy bat race. We've had, uh, you know, the cookie toss with one of the local plumbers in town that they were chucking chips, ahoy cookies at a, at a toilet seat lid that was yeah. slowly closing down. That's one of those wacky ballpark that's, games, I that's guess. What, that, yeah.
0: I love seeing those.
1: <laughs> yeah. So that, and that's, that's really the, the, the innovation and the kind of the, the creativity of, of mm-hmm. the game sponsors like make this your day. Yeah. Uh, so. Yeah, because then it,
0: then everybody goes out there with their cameras and they record themselves throwing cookies into a toilet bowl and they post on social media. And the next thing yeah. you know, if somebody's watching it. No, I got to go to that ballpark and check it out. So yeah. it, it's a win-win. Uh, your logo, I noticed you have a, I, I don't. here's the thing. I go to the Mink League website. I, I don't see you guys' logo up there. Uh, but you guys have this logo of a guy hitting a bat. Uh, what is the story behind
1: that? what does oh, he the, represent he, well the the that's murray murray the merchant kind murray of murray the, the bat- merchant. murray the merchant murray the bad batters uh there's a couple guys on the uh on the committee that said god chris that kind of looks like you being angry because they, they accuse <laughs> me of being angry all the time like, oh. This is when you guys are spending too much money and trying to break us but uh that so it's it, it was just one of the one of the, lo- the logos that uh our, our local t-shirt company came up with and, okay. and he the angry batter stuck so
0: so that that's a new logo that's not based on yeah we've, we've had
1: we've, we've had the angry batter around since 2016 okay yeah okay so yeah okay because I,
0: yeah i notice when we email each other i see the logo but it's it's interesting it's kind of a, a little different i i wasn't you know i guess you can come up with different logos for a team called the merchants but i kind of like it I kind of like how you went with something a little bit different
1: and looks good. Looks professional. Thanks. Yeah. No. Yeah. And it's kind of fun too. The kids like it. And uh, I think the fans kind of relate to it, but yeah, the merchants, that's the old, the old name of the team from way back in the forties and fifties. So we just, we stuck with it. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? And you know, I like when you bring back uh, some of these old names, just like the
0: Lincoln Potters uh, that was an old minor league team outside of Sacramento, California, when they, re-established they went with the old name as well so yeah. it's a nice little link to the past uh so one more thing i want to i want to talk to you about when i was looking up information about the town i i found a, an interesting story from uh the national basketball league apparently in 1960 the minneapolis lakers had to make an emergency landing in town and right. this was right before they moved to los angeles this was their last season in minnesota and i'm just looking at some of the stats uh, i'm just going to read them off uh, their lights and ra- they left st louis because they were playing the hawks their lights and radio stopped working it was a twin engine plane uh, they had 10 players and 13 members they were low on fuel they had about 15 minutes of fuel left and they were flying with no heat they had manual campus Uh, The pilot, who is still alive, he's in his mid to late 90s, uh, was flying about 200 feet above the air. He woke everybody up in Carroll. Everybody heard this plane coming. But then the local police station, a fire station, told the whole town, put your lights on because this plane was lost and nobody knew where it was. It was in this blinding snow and finally landed it in a cornfield. Uh, Amazing story that I don't think gets talked about at all from a lot of people's one of those uh hidden gems but the lakers a few years ago decided to build a court right where the, the crash site happened uh being from Carroll, is that something that most people know
1: about or or have somebody that remembers that you know i think there's there's still people around that remember that of yeah. course you know one of those one of those really freak tragic could have been a lot worse it could have been a lot worse yes uh land you know twin engine plane with a with a basketball team on lands in a cornfield, and
0: they survive. Yeah, yep. Everybody, not not any injuries. I don't think. Yeah, and if they were,
1: If they were, they were minor, and I'm yeah. sure they were very cold. But uh, and then the, then the Lakers court gets built out at um, Veteran. I think it's Veterans Memorial Park out out in the Collison Addition, which is really close to where yeah. that plane crashed. Just one of those crazy, unique things that it kind of makes it. And that's kind of Carol. Kind of, yeah. kind of, just really one of those unique places in Iowa. That every, the kind of the joke is, everybody knows somebody from Carroll. Mm-hmm. But that that Lakers crash landing is is really unique, and the story and the, the donation by the Lakers to that court, it's 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 cool. So, but I don't, yeah. you know, it's kind of one of those untold stories, kind of it, like it, the punch, kind of like the punch cards at Merchant's Park. I yeah. think a lot of people knew, but eh, maybe it wasn't that exciting. Cards. But yeah. it, it, it's a unique story.
0: Yeah, no, no, exactly. And and like I was telling you before we got on the air, if that plane crashes and there's fa- multiple fatalities, I, I don't think we have an L.A. Lakers. We probably have a Los Angeles team, but maybe it's a, a, another current franchise that decides to move out there. Maybe it's the uh, Philadelphia Warriors move out to Los Angeles or the Hawks from St. Louis. But uh, truly, Cal is part of uh, Los Angeles Laker history. That's that nice little connection there. And then of course those punch cards. Where where can I look up information about that punch card? Is that something that is
1: online anywhere? Or I think you could Mark, I think you can get some history at merchantsbaseball.com. Okay. The team website. Uh I think there's still a couple of those floating around at like the nice. historical society, uh, which we should go, we should get do a story on those too. But that was a that's a fun, it's a fun story. So but there's a lot of a lot of fun stories, you know. Uh, Merchants Park, Johnny Blanchard, the old uh, New York Yankee, played at Merchants Park back in the day. Uh, I think Sammy Esposito did as well. A couple two of the, I think two of the big names that really came to the park. So, yeah, yeah it's just a lot of a lot of unique little historical facts about Merchants Park that's made it fun.
0: Yeah, and then that's that's the great thing. It was a ballpark that uh, was never knocked down. They never decided to get rid of it to put a shopping mall or housing complex. And and here we are. Uh, All these years later, we get to talk about it still and then still utilize the baseball stadium. So it's a win-win for everybody, uh, if you ask me.
1: So, yeah, we think we think we Mark, we agree. We think it's great for the community and for whoever comes to spend just a little bit of time at Merchants Park. We think it'll leave a good long lasting impression on them. So.
0: All right. okay. well, Chris, I appreciate you coming on here to have this conversation with me, Mark. My pleasure.
1: uh, Thank you so much.
0: And I learned a lot about your ball club. And, you know, like when I tell people, I start this, po- I started this podcast because I want to talk to individuals from, you know, teams that you may not hear about all the time. So uh, definitely, hope hopefully we have a few listeners that are thinking, huh, maybe I can take a trip to Carroll. Uh, if you're passing through Omaha or Des Moines, it's not too far away. So check out nope. their schedule and uh, sometime this summer when the weather's nice and They'll have a cold beer and a tasty hot dog for you. We will. All right. Okay, Chris, where can we find you guys? I know you mentioned the website earlier, but uh, what was that? Yeah, you
1: can find us at merchantsbaseball.com. Uh, that's really it's got all our contact on there. We're on uh, on Facebook, on Instagram, Twitter. Uh, I think we're even on the Snapchat too. Some of those, some of those trendy social media things that yeah. I'm not into so much, but yeah, you can find us. Okay. And you can find them in Memorial day
0: is going to be your home opener. Yep. So if you're in town, check them out or uh, check out their schedule and and see when that can work out. So Chris, thank you for taking your time. We'll talk to you again. Thank you. All right. Take care. All right. That was Chris Whitaker. I didn't even ask him what his, uh, what his title is. wow, that's not good. I'd even, I'd even ask him what title he was. I don't know if he's the owner, the GM, but uh, uh, I I tell you, I, I love having conversations with uh, ball clubs like that. It's uh, it, it, you love those small little leagues. And we've had these conversations on the stadium journey website uh, podcast uh, you go someplace and you're not really expecting much. Uh, you see some pictures, you have some idea what it's going to be like. And then when you get there, you're just floored because it's, it's an amazing time. Uh, that sort of happened to me here in Indiana. I went to Forest Glen Park in Huntington, Indiana. It's home to the Division Three Huntington University Ball Club. And that was a gorgeous ballpark. It was uh, set down a hill. Fans could watch it from on top of the hill. There was a creek that went through the backstop. Uh, picturesque, beautiful. It looks different during the summer or late spring when there's more foliage on the trees. And I, I just had an amazing time. Small little town, had a nice little, not a bustling downtown, but it looked like a downtown that uh, was had some life injected back into it in a few spots and it was one of those ideal, perfect days for me. So I can see Carol being very similar uh, to that experience, except I'm about who, how far am I from Carol? I think I'm about a good 10, 11 hours. Uh, No, no. Yeah. About 10. Yeah. About 10 hours uh, by car. So hopefully, hopefully if I ever make it out to Des Moines again, or if I'm floating around Omaha or Sioux city, Yeah, I definitely would love to see a game there that that would be on my list. So we'll, we'll see what happens. And if that does occur, you'll see a video and you'll see an article on stadium journey. The video will be on ballpark hunter on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe, check it out. Plenty of videos uh, from other ballparks uh, from uh, around my neck of the woods and beyond. So other than that, guys, I appreciate you taking your time to listen wherever you are in your car at home or work you're listening to light FM. You remember those old, uh, sweepers or no, I don't know. Anyway. So thank you guys for listening. Like I said, if you're at work at home, when I'm at the gym working out, I listen to podcasts. I'll listen to, uh, baseball by design. I'll listen to the dad hat chronicles. You know, those are are a good way to make the workout less strenuous, strenuous. So I hope you're doing that as well. And I hope you're telling friends. I had a request for some stickers. So now I got to go out and uh, brand myself. So thank you once again, guys and ladies. Uh, Let me know how I'm doing. You can always find me on YouTube. You can always find me on Twitter. I don't have a Facebook page yet, which is uh, something I have to ask myself. Why not? Why don't you have a Facebook page? Give me time. It's coming. And it's going to be earth-shattering. That's right. It's the Ballpark Hunter Facebook page. Only took me how many years to jump on board? I mean, it's not like Facebook is this new thing. I mean, it's been around for, you know, I don't know, 15 years already. (laughs) They made a movie about it. Zuckerberg's been named Thai Man of the Year. So, (sighs) okay, guys, I have to go because uh, it's that time. I got to work out and, and eat and take the dogs out for a walk and play trivia. I got trivia tonight with some friends. So take care. We'll see you next time.